Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Jess Hosking is a midfielder defender who was drafted to the Blues in year one of the competition aged 20. She's fierce at the contest and has eyes for the ball at all times. Welcome to Chicks Talking Footy, Jess. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Very <laughs> kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the truth. Um, so tell me, where on earth did you learn to play like that? <laughs> um, I think it probably came from um, having to compete against my twin sister for food and for um, <laughs> just competing against her and everything. Growing up, so um, I think you'd probably find the fierce competitive side is that I've had someone else that I've had to compete against for my whole life. So, um, other than that, football actually wasn't something that I played growing up, it was one of those things that dad used to take me to the footy and absolutely loved it. Was a mad state supporter, um, but in terms of playing, I didn't actually pick up a footy until I was at school. Um, we played a couple of seasons with school where we played five games for a term. And then it wasn't until 2016 when I swapped over from netball to footy and the rest is history. Gee, Jess, you must have um, really impressed. Five games, next thing you drafted to Carlton. <laughs> Bad, hey? Yeah, it was um, a very interesting, very interesting run. <laughs> now, you um, you mentioned your sister, Sarah, and uh, so Sarah plays with the same intensity and, and played with you at Carlton until she transferred to Richmond in the off-season. Do you miss playing alongside her? I do. I mean, we've only had one game, which is, um, it was a little bit strange. It was more, not me playing um, that I found strange, but it was actually going to Sarah's game and watching her that I found strange. So I've never actually sat there watching her playing mm. for a different, uh, the emotions and the feeling of it was quite strange. Um, and normally I see her go in for a ball and I'd be the one to back her up or vice versa. So I couldn't do anything to help her. And, um, <laughs> they needed help, those Tigers, didn't they? They didn't have a good day. Beat down. <laughs> Um, so their Phil brothers, the one used to play for Hawthorne, one used to play for Fremantle, and so their parents would have a suit and half was Fremantle and half was Hawthorne. Your parents have a similar suit now for both of you, for you and your sister? Um, we're still in, still in conversations with mum and dad as to who their favourite child is going to be because <laughs> the second they put my number on, they're going to cop it from us. Um, but we've got uh, Bree Moody, who's also an identical twin, and her sister's playing mm. For doggies, so they're actually going to have their first hit out against each other um, this Friday night, whereas uh, Celine was injured last year, so they didn't get to have that battle. Now, I know their mum has a joint jersey. Or jersey. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> it was quite funny hearing the logistics behind um, Moody's parents and how they were getting to games, and I know mum and dad have written out this huge structured um, fixture of how they're going to make <laughs> both of our games and it was all down to a wire I think between one day there was a 
Carlton match in the morning and then Dad said with driving time to Punt Road, he could just make it, maybe miss the first five minutes of Sears game, but he'll make it to both. So there's a lot of logistics going around for twins. <laughs> more logistics required for your parents than actually you guys getting to your games and stuff. Yeah, it is a bit. I think I feel, feel sorry for them, but um, I just know they're going to cop it if they miss one of my games and they go to set dead. <laughs> Sounds to me that that's fair just, enough. If you have kids, that's what you have to deal with, hey? <laughs> that's very. So, speaking of games um, that hopefully many people are attending, subject to COVID safe rules, um, Carlton are playing the annual Pride match against the Bulldogs tonight. Uh, is there a different feeling when you run out on the ground on a night like this? Um, it is a little bit and I think I've been involved or been at Carlton since the first season. So this Pride match has been going for four years. Um, and so it's something that's very special to the players, very special to the supporters and this just general public. It's nice to see that people can come and feel comfortable in an environment where footy sometimes has had that stigma around it of not being as welcoming to certain um, certain communities. So it's a safe space and you, you see that with people coming in, they've got their uh, rainbow flags and rainbow scarves flying around and um, the atmosphere between both teams. It's, it's one thing that we normally are very competitive, but we join together and walk through the banner um, as a united front for the rest of the community. So um, it is, it's a bit more special than um, an everyday round, uh, but it's one that we're very excited to be a part of and I'm proud to be a part of it too. And as you say, it has been the Carlton Football Club and the Bulldogs Football Club have had the Pride match every year, uh, but now it is a whole Pride round. What do you think an initiative like that achieves? I think it's great. I think um, while Carlton and Doggies have that initial um, Pride match that was uh, four years ago, that was just one match for a community to go to. And I know there's so many communities around Victoria um, that can't wait to get around and, and same thing for other clubs to be involved. There's at each club, I know Carlton have Carlton Pride group and or majority of the other clubs have the same and to feel so inclusive and to feel like everyone's being made important is is a massive thing for football and massive thing for general um, general communities around. So it is, it's, it's another step, it's another talking point for everyone and the more awareness around this sort of stuff, maybe one day we won't need the awareness around it and it will just be normal if you say that. Hmm. Yeah, I share your hopes in that. You put that very eloquently. So now tell me, you talked about being a safe space. You've talked about people wanting to come to the games with their rainbow flags, etc. Do you think in the wider football community, and I include the men's game in this, that there is a greater acceptance of people's differences, such as the LGBTIQ community over these last five years? I definitely think as the years are going past, it's definitely improved. Um, we've had some incredible people come speak to us 
um, at the club. And last year we had Rochelle from the Carlton Pride group and she came along and spoke to us about her journey and um, what it was like for her 10 years ago, let alone what it's like for her today. And she can't feel more inclusive around a competition like this. Um, and, Sorry, um, she she feels so much more inclusive with the competition going the way it is at the moment, um, and having these rounds is is one of those safe spaces for people to go to, and knowing that you can walk in and it doesn't matter what you were doing, it doesn't matter who you are, everyone is welcome. That's beautiful sentiment. Um, we're chatting to Jess Hosking from the Carlton AFLW team. So Jess. Uh, as you know, we're all very well aware, everyone went through COVID lockdowns last year. Instagram was full of people doing new and exciting things. Did you take up any new hobbies or develop any new skills during 2020? I did. I, um, through lockdown, I was working for the main part of the start of lockdown. And then um, when uh, more restrictions came into place, I stopped working. So I kind of took the time, it was maybe four to six weeks where I was doing absolutely nothing. So I took the time to properly wind down and find some new hobbies. So I picked up surfing, which was something I've always wow. wanted to haven't been able to do because of my shoulder. But since my last shoulder surgery, I have a shoulder of steel and it feels great. So I've finally been able to do that. I um, started to have a bit of a hit of tennis and I am a mad foodie. So I did a lot of cooking, um, might've put on a couple of extra kegs, but <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the cooking side and the eating side of it and randomly did some gardening. Just losing your phone a bit there, Jess. Jess, we just lost your phone. Are you? Can you hear us? Sorry. No, that's all right. Just if you can just start with, if you can just start with, and I randomly did some gardening. Yep. And and take it from there. And I randomly did some gardening, but when you say gardening, it was more um, getting into. um, I, I did some herbs and some fruits and all that sort of stuff. So I, I wanted to do a little veggie garden. Well, to be honest, you're oh. a whole lot better than me. Yeah, <laughs> It was always so intimidating, people putting up photos of the pasta they made and I was just sitting on the couch watching Netflix. But nevertheless, <laughs> well done. I can kill me, you know. I mean, that's, that's a hard thing to do. Uh, we've got to let you go now, Jess. You've got things to do. But um, one last question. If you weren't a footballer, what do you think you'd be doing? Ooh, it's a great question. I um, I have two two separate hobbies, and one is within the sports industry, so I would be doing something to do with sport. Um, the other, I have a bit of a medical background. Um, I've had twenty surgeries myself, but used to work at uh, used to work at. Royal Melbourne Hospital, um, and so I would potentially be doing something to do with the medical industry. Um, 20 surgeries. God, let's hope you don't have 21, hey? Um, yeah. Thanks, Jess. 
good luck with the game. Hope uh, Carlton continue their winning streak against the doggies. I say that to the doggies as well, by the way. So. <laughs> yes, we're very neutral. <laughs> Thank you. Thank for you so it. much, Jess. Yeah, thanks. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.